PPT podcast episode number 46. We're back, bitches. We are back. What's going on? What's up, man? Not shit. Just uh, <clears throat> here and looking over these uh, scores from the midweek games. Fun games. Some fun ones. Some fun ones. Some absolute drags. Um, think you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, a couple midweek games. El Clasico midweek as well. And uh, we got some games this week in a preview, full slate of games, no cup games or anything like that. So, yeah, a lot of games Saturday, two games Sunday. Um, Yeah, a couple games during the week. Which ones do you want to start with? I'll tell you straight up. I have no interest in reviewing the Liverpool-Chelsea game, one of the most boring 90 minutes of my life, second to the other Liverpool-Chelsea game that took place this year, which also ended in Mm 0-0. Just two mid-table clubs. Uh, we could talk more about Liverpool uh, when we preview their Arsenal game, and we could talk more about Chelsea and Frank Lampard when we preview their game this weekend against Wolves. Yeah, so yeah. that one's out the way for me. <laughs> what other ones do you want to talk about? Yeah, I got to agree with you there. Um, hmm, do we want to talk about the shellacking that Newcastle did? Mm, yes, because we have to rip on West Ham once again. <laughs> Start going with that. I got to turn this vent off. I left it on by mistake. Yeah, but- for sure. Um, so West Ham, Newcastle, uh, Newcastle 5, West Ham 1. Uh, ended up being uh, a spread out game offensively for West Ham. Uh, scores out the wazoo. I'm going to go ahead and look at what the starting lineup was for Newcastle, but um, a complete shellacking um, from there. Didn't even they start Isak. It didn't, yeah. So as you just noted, I'm looking it up now. We have Nick Dope, um, Botman, and Char, Trippier, and Burn uh, is the back four. Pretty consistent. Longstaff, Mr. Porno, uh, Bruno Gramage, and Jolinton gets us gets started in there, who ends up scoring and actually plays quite well. Um, something about those Brazilians. Callum Wilson, um, they had Murphy, and then Gucci, Allen St. Maximin starting. Uh, they did end up bringing a few other players. Um, Anquilo, uh, Isik, Joe Willick, uh, Gordon came on, and Target came on in the 85th. Uh, but, yeah, SmackDown from Newcastle, which, got to be honest, they've been they've been playing quite well. Uh, pretty impressive with how they're being able to kind of create a little bit more. Um, United got the taste of what Newcastle can do. Newcastle kind of running with that momentum. Uh, this is a good time for them to kind of show uh, how far they can go offensively. Uh, I think you're going to need that in the back end. So what were your thoughts on this game, man? Um, yeah, Newcastle was awful. I mean, Newcastle was great. West Ham was awful. Some of those goals they yeah. conceded were flat-out embarrassing. Um, I was happy Isak scored. I picked him in the goal thing, and I didn't see him starting, so I was upset about that. But he still gets the goal because um, – <clears throat> what's their goalie's name? I can't think of his name. He used to play for Arsenal. Absolute bum. He kicked it right to um, right to Fabiaski. Yeah, I hate that guy. <clears throat> Kicks it right to Isak. Isak chips him. But before that, I mean, it was two nothing. By the time I I looked at the TV from the El Clasico, and it was just a beatdown. Two goals from Callum Wilson. Uh, Joe Linton with a open net goal. Another horrible mistake. And this was a home game for West Ham. I mean. Newcastle's looking good right now, but I, I, I see in the future 
a, a letdown game because I think I think this was a little bit of Newcastle in form right now, but I think it was also West Ham are just so bad, man. They right, really I got, are. I got a in front of me. You want to predict the new the the <laughs> letdown game coming? All right, here we yes. go. Brentford this Sunday, this Saturday at ten a.m. Villa at Villa. It's at Brentford too. Seven thirty game. Those are tough games. Morning game at Villa. Nine a.m. home against Tottenham. Everton. It's a Thursday game. Sunday against Arsenal. Uh, they get the eleven thirty slot. First game in May, May seventh. The first weekend in May, I should say. Um, and then Leeds, uh, 10 a.m. game at Leeds. And then Leicester, 10 a.m., Saturday, May 20th. And then they end the season at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, they're, they're either going to lose one of these next two games for sure. At, at Brentford, at Villa. Yeah. I'm not sure where I'm going to lean. I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Brentford game for sure in a little bit. But, yeah, yeah I think there'll be a let game, but let down, but just – West Ham's so bad, so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, what is what else is there to say? They don't seem to care about it because they still have Moyes in. Um, this is a four way tie for 18th place right now. They're only in 15th because of goal differential, um, which they'll, they're comfortably in that spot because <clears throat> Burnmouth, Forest, and not and Everton all have five or five or more goals less than them. So they're mm-hmm. comfortably in that spot, but it's just going to take a couple more games. I know they have a tough schedule too. I saw today they still have to play their remaining 10 games. They have to play six of the top 10 teams. I know they have to play us. They have to play you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is West Ham going to get relegated? I think that's the conversation here. Hmm. I think they're in definite danger, honestly, because – you get you give up five goals at home. I mean, how how can I back you in any other game? Yeah, let's take a look. Let's take a look. You got me thinking. Can they beat Fulham? <clears throat> yes, because they're they're on a downslide. Um, but that that honestly has draw written all over it for me. They'll lose to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Going to burn with Burnmouth. Mm-hmm. Burnmouth's playing good. Mm-hmm. Um. West Ham, Liverpool, who knows? Liverpool is just so up and down. They're terrible on the road, so they can win that game. Crystal Palace game for me is the one. Palace will be tough. City's a loss. United's probably a loss as well. Brentford away. Leicester City away. That Leicester City-West Ham game at the last day of the season mm-hmm. is juicy. Juicy, juicy. For both but, clubs, potentially. <clears throat> I don't know. I just... I don't know what to say about this team much anymore. It's just, it's a shit show, absolute shit show. And it's too late to make a change now, a meaningful change. Um, so they just got to cross their fingers and hope David Moyes comes up with the ideas to keep them in the Premier League. Are you to the point to where you're only watching West Ham just to kind of see how Declan Rice can fit into your club? Are, are, no, are we at- I'm not even watching them. <laughs> you're not even that concerned about I know about what he's about. I see him play for England. That guy... I just feel like the club right now is in dire straits to kind of get this right because if they don't, all this talk about some of the players that they have, well, all those numbers go out the window. You exactly. lose a lot of leverage. If you don't. Yep. So uh, curious Discount to see how FC. they continue to go. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm predicting 
I, I have a new club that I kind of want slotted for me as that West Ham team, that team that I kind of have up and rising. And I think I'm going to predict it at the end of this weekend. So on the next pod, um, because I'm really curious as to who can kind of play well and, and kind of start off this back end really, really strong. Because uh, I think from here, we're not going to have any kind of breaks or anything, depending on games having to be rescheduled for, because the schedules just came out of what today, I think, on the final reschedules, kind of based on what the, the, the scheduling is for Champions League. So, or European play too, because United have shit. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Yep. And then um, other games were, hold on, I got to pull them up. Oh, fuck. I hate this Premier League app sometimes, but um, the game from the, the midweek. I know Brighton won. Huh? I know Leeds got a win over Nottingham Forest. I think you called that one. And what was the other game? Leicester Villa. Leicester Villa. Villa gets another win. Villa's freaking balling right now. Yep, yep. And one more. Burnmouth. Who did Burnmouth play? They played Brighton, right? They lost. Burnmouth Brighton. Um. Done with the Paul Chelsea game. Uh, the, we just touched on West Ham, Newcastle, and then United Brentford. Is that it? Yep. Yeah, six games. So we covered them all. Anything else from those ones, or we can just uh, start going into the weekend games and talking about that? Yeah, we can do that. Um, you know, Brighton, keep going. Um, you had a bullseye on that. I had two bull, two bullseyes. Um, we've been close. The big six were just kind of going over their predictions. They most that they ever had in one weekend is is one guy predicting four games, and I feel like the both of us each have had like moments where we've had two to three in a weekend. So yeah, four is um, good. Yeah, four is pretty solid. So uh, kind of curious how that. But I don't think they do. That that's even better because I don't think they do every game. They do six games. Yeah. At most, so he got either four out of four or four. To, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty. Um, good. But, yeah, Man United also played Brentford. Uh, disappointing performance from Brentford. Mm-hmm. Um, good scrappy point from Marcus Rashford FC. That's what I call them now because they're one team. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk more about them next because they have Everton this weekend. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, did you watch the El Clasico Real Madrid 4-0 in second leg of a uh, cup game? Yeah, it was a smacking. I, I, I told you, I tried to tell you about Ramadan Benzema. Yeah, he's he's, he's on one. He's 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 here. He's here. Mm-hmm. Second hat trick. That fucking pass from Vinicius on that fourth goal, mm-hmm. where he mm-hmm. faked it one way and hit it off his that was insane. And they ball. They just balled out. It was a yeah. impressive game. Pretty slow in the first half, but once they got that first Very. goal, it was a wrap. It was a yeah. wrap. And uh, Barcelona were poor. I'm not sure what 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 the tactics were yesterday. Yeah, I'm curious to see how things progress. Um, it's 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 going to be very very interesting how they how they go about attacking um, in the Champions League. It's that Lionel Messi music you hear it. <laughs> uh, Lionel Messi back to Barca. Is he going to fix their problems next year? Well. I don't think he's going to fix the problems. I think it's going to be the first off the wages. Yeah. How are you even, if I last, last I checked, Javier Tevez has come out and said, you can't do anything and you have to get money off the books, right? Before you can even consider spending. So address that before you can even think about one player, let alone Lionel Messi. So 
that'll be interesting. But Madrid, eight hundred Katie, eight hundred K a week. Not happening, bro. <laughs> That's not happening. You know, the end. It, it would be an end of a contract, so he would be able to come in as a as a free agent, sign whoever he wants. So it would be a new deal. They can structure it however he wants. Um, and right now, we're about to see, in, in my humble opinion, what type of money grabs, if there is any sort of money grab from a Lionel Messi, if he goes to Miami for the the the, the right the, some rights um, with with Apple TV and all that. I uh, have like to give up a lot because there's no way they can pay that money either. He's gonna have imaging. He's gonna have everything. He's gonna have stock I mean, ownership. I, I mean everything. I think the situation for him to come to MLS is wild. Um, and they're and they're giving him the world, which I don't know. I think has been brought up before. Is that even like the stadium? Like all of this is depending on that growth of the stadium, and I don't even know if that's in a situation where that's gonna be, you know, successful. So that's huge. Yeah, I just I don't think I don't think he's ready for that. And honestly, Ronaldo played till thirty eight in the Premier League and La Liga and and Syria, Syria and, and Premier League. Um, he's still thirty five. I think he's got a couple more years at the top level to go. And uh, joining MLS at this stage, especially Inter Miami, they're a fucking mess in itself. Um, you're gonna go to MLS, go to LAFC or one of those clubs, the Galaxy. Winners, um, clubs that have won before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the LA Galaxy? Yeah, LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just don't. I don't like. I to stay up top, to stay in the top European club. I think it it may come with the notion that he doesn't necessarily have to start every game. And should he be open to that concept, then Barcelona would be the wages. Should he have always been open? That we can't take that on. We can't take that on with what he would need and require and add that to our structure, it would never work kind of thing. We've been open out and said it. We love him, but there's no mm-hmm. way. And yeah. so uh, I'm, I'm curious if with now being a free agent and, and get to restructure however he wants, how much of a paycheck or pay cut he's willing to take to stay at a top year in club. Think about what we're asking arguably the GOAT to do. Take less money, play less to stay in champions leagues going for goals and things like that and records. And the question is, do you care about that stuff enough? I don't think he does. Yeah. Real Madrid are going to smash Chelsea. Oh my God. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Oh my God. It's going to be bad. Madrid are, are clicking again. Yeah. It's going to be bad time for, for fat Frank, bad time for fat Frank right now. You think about it though. It's perfect timing for when he got fired, left, comes back. They got a Champions League game. They got a game uh, Saturday. I mean, it's it's wild. It's it's absolutely it's, wild. It's absolutely wild. Club, man. It's a joke. Absolutely wild. And um, yeah, I mean, we could just get into that. We can do the Chelsea game first um, as we get into this weekend's games. Chelsea take on Wolves Saturday, um, ten a.m. game U.S. time. And. Surprising news. We were talking about Nagelsmann, Enrique, possibly going yeah. to Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, I saw Lampard at the game, at that shit show game. And then the rumors start flying. Lampard's at the game because Chelsea wanted him to come back as a caretaker manager to the end of the season. And then the next day it was done. Next day it was done just like that. 
caretaker manager till the end of the season. Then they will go for a new manager in the summer. And um, yeah, it's it's quite fucking bizarre. I mean, yeah. what world are we in right now? Where Frank Lampard is back at Chelsea after Todd Bowley has spent six hundred million. I mean, for me, that's him waving the white flag. Mm-hmm. That's him saying this season's a wrap. Champions League don't care. Frank Lampard winning a Champions League is laughable. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's given up on Champions League. Pretty much given up on the season. I mean, we saw how terrible Lampard was at Everton. Sean Dyche has come in and, and started getting results. So mm-hmm. that's, there's the proof right there. Um, and, yeah, for me, I'm happy because I'd rather play a Frank Lampard Chelsea than a possible Luis Enrique Chelsea or a Nagelsmann Chelsea. Because he'll come in and organize, they'll come in and organize them right away. Right away, mm-hmm. Lampard. Nah, nah. It's just, it's just a joke. What's going on over there now? Absolute yeah. joke. And I see Chelsea fans justifying it. They've pretty much waved the white flag too. But let's be honest, they're justifying it. Oh, he's proper Chelsea. He's proper Chelsea. Um, but when they lose this weekend to Wolves two one or something like that, they'll be crying again. So. <laughs> You know how that goes. Yeah. Well, uh, the the state of the club is the fact that, in my humble opinion, none of those managers wanted to necessarily take the money, take on the situation now, and deal with that negative pressure, that negative press, that situation, without having necessarily like a clean slate and a training and, and a preseason to kind of get things going in their philosophy. And in fairness to both of those managers, one more than the other, I think both of them don't necessarily need to take a situation like that on. And it's improper. If I'm their agent, I better be taking a whole lot more money right now to take that job right now. I would rather take less money, not that much less money, but less money in the summer for a right contract because I have a proper training, because it's just, it's more structures, more fluid. And what I think, in my personal opinion, is that Todd Bowley put it out there to all these different managers. He was flirting with all of them to see which one he can get. None of them really fully committed. Maybe he didn't fully commit to signing. And he said, you know what? I'm going to do a temporary, just everyone will love him. Everyone, this will ease the pressure. And then we'll reevaluate in the summer. I mean, it's a little bit of a joke, but he's definitely on Twitter. Like, there's no question Todd Bowley's definitely reading Twitter and definitely checking in Let with what the fans are Somebody mentioned that on Twitter, and he said, oh, what a great idea. Let me do that for my Chelsea fan TV boys. No. Um, yeah, it's, it's just it's, – it's crazy what's going on there. But they'll, they'll reload with the manager in the summer. They have a shitload of people to get out that'll come back on loan and and they'll have to get rid of them. Cause I don't, I don't see them getting even conference league, to be honest, mm-hmm. even, even if you do, that's kind of a joke thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really have to play your first squad in most of those rounds, but anyway, so they're playing wolves this weekend. Wolves kind of skidding again. Um, they did hit a good run of form and now they're kind of sliding a little bit. Um, 28 points, like I said, 27 is the number for that that spot in the uh, relegation zone. 25 and 23; those are the those are the point tallies of Southampton, Leicester, and Burnmouth. So, um, you think Wolves at home can get something out of this game? I mean, 
you thought Liverpool, <laughs> you thought Liverpool Chelsea was bad. This yep. has potential to be another stinker. Two teams that can't finish a slice of pizza, um, let alone a goal. I mean, some of the finishing in the Liverpool game was absolutely hilarious. I mean, Kai Havertz, um, besides the time he punched the ball in the back of the net, that was awesome. Dude, how about when he just absolutely whiffed? Yep. Just like he sent the ball, I mean, almost to the corner flag on a clear one and one with his strong foot. It was embarrassing. Yep. Yep. Poor finishing just all around. And we know Wolves do that too. Um, but they got to they gotta get a result, Wolves. I mean, they definitely have to get a result. They Let's look at their next couple games just to check. So they got Chelsea, Brentford home, Leicester away, Palace home, Brighton away. So there's some winnable games there, and I think this Chelsea game's a winnable one. What do you think? I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. I really do think that there's gonna be something to Chelsea. Think about Lampard shitting the bed with Everton, getting the axe, and then getting an upgrade to Chelsea. I mean, that is just standout performance by him and his agent. Um, get an opportunity to prove to him. He's probably going to all those, all those kids, the whole locker room. They know him already, some of them, some of the leaders. So there's a lot of – I don't know. This is going to be very interesting. Uh, I don't think it pans out. This is going to be a draw. This is 100%. a draw? Score draw? Um, Nil-nil draw? They're going to score. They're going to score. Um, I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw, and I'm definitely not picking a fucking goal scorer with either of these clubs. Fuck not it. touching it. Yeah, I was probably going to say 1-1 as well. Um, I don't think it'll be a 0-0. I really don't. I think they have to, one of these teams will score. Um, so I'll go one nothing Wolves. And yeah, no goal scorer. For sure. All right. That's the first game. Uh, not the first game of the weekend, so let's backtrack and go to that game. Yeah. That game is Manchester United at Old Trafford against Everton. Um, it's a nice bounce-back game. Everton is playing decent. They got that They got that draw against Tottenham, which was absolutely hilarious the other day. That was funny. Yeah. But, um, you know, Man United at home, they're pretty they're pretty unbeatable. They've only dropped a couple points, uh, only only had a couple losses this year at home. And um, I think this will be a pretty straightforward game. I think it'll be tight, but I think Manchester United will get the win for sure. I see yep. a I see a two to I see a two to zero for Manchester United. What about you? That's a good shout. I can see where Coming off of a, a, a not a resounding one nil victory, but a victory nonetheless. Uh, home, hopefully, stadium has enough plumbing issues to make sure that no one's standing in piss. Um, I don't want that to be the case for any sort of fan experience. Um, but hey, maybe that's Mold Trafford and how it how it is over there. Uh, Everton taking points from Tottenham. Everton 
showing some scrap. There's no way they get a draw, right? There's no way. There's a way. Um, <clears throat> it's probably got to be like a one-one. They got to probably do something like they did at Tottenham, just make it ugly, and hopefully nick a goal, and hopefully keep it to one. Hopefully Marcus Rashford FC stays quiet. And, I got him scoring. Yeah, I mean, listen, Man United doesn't score a lot of goals. If it doesn't come from Rashford, where's it coming from? Yeah, that's a great point. So that goal it, it's definitely not it impossible. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go 2-1 United, and I- I'm not going to touch a goal scorer here either. Bruno, um, who else has fucked me on this damn team? Bruno, uh, Trashford, um, a bunch of them. So I'm not touching this club either. But 2-1 United, I do think they end up getting the win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the red-hot Aston Villa taking on the ice-cold Nottingham Forest. Uh, Forest, you know, they were up to like 12th place at one point, I believe. And since then, really dropping. They are now in 17th place, um, in danger of getting back in that relegation zone. There was rumors this week Steve Cooper was in danger of losing his job. Where are we with um, that? Did that not happen? It didn't happen. Um, yeah. And I don't think it should. I mean, what are you really expecting? I know you're probably expecting to stay up, but the rate managers are sacked in the Premier League is, is disturbing. I think I, I saw a, a, a stat the other day that Deserby is like has the eighth highest tenure in the league, and mm-hmm. he was just appointed in September. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so... That just goes to show you how these managers are chopped and freaking thrown. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. But, um, yeah, uh, Phil is hot. They're at home. Forest is cold. There's no reason for me to think Villa doesn't come out with another three points. And you look at the table, another three points for Villa. They're near those European places. I mean, they're in a conference league spot right now. Tottenham, yeah. Tottenham, any any danger? Can you can you see Villa sneaking up and possibly grabbing sixth place off of Tottenham or fifth place? Because I think it's possible. I really think Tottenham can fall out of this fifth and sixth altogether. Remember, they have a lot of injuries. They have a second-rate manager now. Conte's Conte's fucking weed carrier is fucking <laughs> managing the club right now. We saw he has no new ideas. We saw that versus Everton. Did you just call him his weed carrier? Yeah, he carries <laughs> his drugs and then back and forth from Italy. Um, <laughs> but I mean, seriously, Villa's, Villa's. I shared the stat last week. They're the third most on form team since Unai's taken over. Did. That's in the Premier League. That's and, not getting anywhere else, by the way. Yeah, and, and so I think it's possible. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. I'm looking at the schedule or the table right now. I, I'm, I'm not anti-A club catching Tottenham and passing them. Here's where I th- – and, and I actually think if you made the statement by the end of the year, Villa will pass Tottenham. I would actually say, yes, I agree with you. I don't know if it's going to be for that seven or that eighth spot. I think – and I know I'm going to stoop, be stupid for what I'm about to say – I think the following three teams are going to have a tremendous run. Brighton, Brentford, Poole. 
I think Brighton, Brentford, and Poole are going to slide themselves into a top six situation. Did you watch Liverpool the other day? I did. I know. <laughs> I'm sure know. about that. Did you I, see the defending? Did you see them concede five easy chances to Chelsea? Within that's the what worries me the most. That's what worries me the most, the defending, because I'm very confident that I think Mohamed Salah and company in the front, they're going to get some sort of fluidity attacking in the front three. Um, I just think this team's checked out. I really do. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. So where do you just, think the hot streak's coming from? It's because I think they're checked spark. out. I think, gonna, I think Salah's been borderline checked out the whole year. That's not a bold statement. It would have been a bold statement two months ago. But, I mean, for me, if you remember at the beginning of the year, I said there's something up with those blonde tips. There's something up with those blonde highlights that he got added in. It just doesn't feel right to me. Also, if you remember social media in the in the in the uh, Christmas time, Christmas tree posting with kids, Merry Christmas, bro. This is just a little bit like, what's up with you? Mo Salah turned into a little bit of a diva. I don't know. I'm just I'm just talking. But it happens. It happens. One hundred percent. It happens after people people get the check, and once those wages come in, you know. I mean, does do those goals really matter to you right now? Do those extra runs and extra training sessions with your new players because, you know, you have a new roster and you need to get a fluidity with the attacking and know how they like it. I mean, I don't know if Gakpo and Nunez have, have been able to have those moments with him. I can't speak intelligently to it, but I know that right now I feel like it's truly Klopp's, like, ass on the on the line. And if Jurgen has any balls to him, he's pulling some of those cornerstone players that he's had this whole time. And he's just like, yo, please, it's now or never for me, not just for this club right now in this season, but for me. Like, if you have any sort of care for what we've built together, let me at least go out at the end of the year in grace. (laughs) Like, don't get me fired, you know, with nine games left. I mean, because I think it's if it's a shellacking against you, done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, there's still six points behind Tottenham. I think it's I think it's tough, but they keep playing like this. They definitely have uh definitely have a chance. I mean, I think I also think their schedule is not too bad from what I saw. So they have Forest, then they have Newcastle at home. Brentford away, so those are tough games. Fulham home, uh, United away. So some pretty tough games, but definitely winnable. I mean, Fulham's a less scary game now with the Mitrovic ban. Newcastle, at least you have them at home. And Forest this weekend. Um, So I'm I'm going to pick a, for the Villa-Nottingham Forest game, I'm going to pick a... I think they're going to put some goals up. Um, Forest that on the road is shit too. I'm gonna pick a three-one, Aston Villa. Um, Villa have it going right now, going. I'm gonna go four to one, Villa, and I'm gonna start it off with that man named Oli. Yeah, definitely good pick. Straight up, let me go ahead and get it out there now. Should everything be great, and by the graces of God, in the month of July, I will be having a son born named Oliver, and best believe that motherfucker is going to be nicknamed Oli all the fucking time. 
Like the not, fact not that for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No, fuck no, absolutely <laughs> not. When only when Ole's at the wheel around here is because that man's going to be drunk off milk. No, only only at the wheel is is fuck that guy, fuck that guy. Did you hear that? Also, side note: I hate to be crazy or go uh, wild for a second. Did you hear that River Plot uh, manager Galardo got offered the manager spot by Chelsea? So he not only has been speaking to like four to five different managers. And he offered essentially that job to all to all of them. Uh, allegedly, what about Mourinho? Yeah, what, what in the fuck, Chelsea man? Get your these links, these all this crazy shit going on with this club, man. It's just it's a it's laughable, bro. It's laughable. Just remember, just think about those times, bro. Even if you don't end up winning the league, just think about those times, bro, where your club was a laughing <laughs> like that. Just think about where, like, Aaron Ramsey getting hurt. Santa Cazola had an, um, a robotic ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ger- oh, Let's go even go back further. Gervinho and the balding of the hair, and you send him off to Roma. Um, Wilshire hurt all the time. Wilshire. I mean, it, the squad, there were days, bro, where it was just raining on your club. Yeah. And Chelsea were just the John Terry's and doing it with the fucking the crazy Champions League run. I'm still fucking salty about that shit. And now this club is in shambles, bro. It's a joke. Shambles. It's a joke. Absolute joke. Um, but yeah, we got another good one though. Brentford FC mm-hmm. against Newcastle. Um, this is a this is a big one. If if Brentford have any hopes of nicking one of these uh, European places. This is a must win for them. You know, yep. you can't get one point out of your last nine, out of your last, uh, yeah, nine points. And Newcastle's hot. Um, 5 1 against West Ham, 2 0 against United, and two more wins before that. So, yeah, they're on fire. They're feeling themselves. And, um, you know, but Brentford's a tough place to play. Uh, not many people go there and win. And, you know, I said, this might be a little bit of fool's gold, this run. I think it's a good run from Newcastle. But is it – are we looking at it and going, wow, Newcastle, amazing. I'm looking at it from another perspective. I thought United on the road, they suck. Let's be real. West Ham, in general, they suck. So <laughs> I think Brentford, this is a big game for them. Very, very big game. Like I said, they have European hopes. They want to keep ticking and they don't lose at home, whether the game is big or it's a small game. So yeah. I think Brentford will win this game. I'm going two on Brentford. Wow. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's a, you're not seeing that anywhere. I'm not going to see that anywhere. I'm Tony FC. You got him goal scoring. Of course he's going to score. Right. Um, I'm going to go with another guy that's hot right now and somehow he's getting the goals. I'm going to go with Isaac. I think this club right now, offensively, they're just doing something, B. We talked a lot of shit about them being draw FC, just neutrals, playing negative football, just playing like the least amount of play time in the league. Like it was crazy shit we were seeing. Fucking, I had to look up stats I never seen before because they were getting results and I got you messaging me, this is negative shit. We can't be okay with this shit. And here I am, I'm like, 
you know, he's not wrong. These stats kind of tell a story here. They're playing the least amount of ball because these fuckers are kicking the ball out of bounds and somehow the ball boy is just taking his time to get the ball in bounds or they stick another ball on the pitch just to waste time or or a guy goes down with a cramp and all of a sudden everyone's drinking some Gatorade. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this club. And you had me thinking, what the fuck? But here we are, last couple games, rolling offensively, Newcastle putting up five. Had they done it all year, I'm going to say no off the top of my head. But I'm going to look just for shits and giggles. And no, they haven't. No, it, yes, they did. They had a – They had um, Fuck off, really? They had they put a big, four on us. No, they put three didn't on we, you guys. Didn't we go 3-3 three, three or 4-4? Four, 3-3. Four? Three, 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 three. They, they did score a lot of goals against somebody. Somebody could pitch. 5-1 West Ham recently. No, they had a they had a I'm pretty sure they had another one. Almost positive. Four to one, five to four one. Zero. Brent, four zero Brentford. Brentford. Oh, they slapped Brentford. They slapped Brentford. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. And then um, they slapped uh Villa. Steven Gerard Villa, by the way. Yeah, no, no, um, that doesn't count. Uh, I don't know, man. That doesn't count. I, I don't know. This team's rolling right now. Eddie Howe doing his thing. I'm going to go with the flow, but I'm actually saying that this is going to be a fair scrap. And I think a, 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 a average back to the means, right? A reality check a little bit, if you would. I'm going 2-2 draw. Um, this is I'm going to be watching this game for the sole purpose of the fact that I think this might be as opposite as we get all weekend. Uh, this is going to be a fun, fun match just to kind of see what we anticipate, not just from a goal scoring perspective, but like who's really going to be putting the pedal to the metal here. If Newcastle can continue to try to keep this momentum or is Brentford going to kind of, you know, do what they've been doing? Um, yeah. Plus, you got a goal. Sc- we each got a goal scorer in this. This game's got some high quality action for the both of us. At least I'm hoping so. I think so. I think so. Yeah, it'll definitely be a good game for sure. For sure. All right. Let's go to Fulham West Ham. Um no Mitrovic, eight game ban. Um, what do you think, think about that? I mean, I think it's a little, little high. I mean, he did go after the ref, but eight games. If that was a Man United player, I don't think he'd get. Oh wait, no, that that did happen. Bruno <laughs> did push an official and got nothing. Didn't even get a, a card for it. Um, so yeah, that did happen. Sorry, I. Forgot. Didn't even look. I forgot. I, I never know look. what's alternate reality and what's reality with Man United. Things just happen with them. But I still think I still think Fulham will win this. I mean, I've seen them play without Mitrovic. Um, I think they played yeah. City without Mitrovic, and they played pretty well. Probably. I think. I think earlier in the year I saw them play a couple teams without Mitrovic. You know, he's had some injuries, and they still play well. Um, William playing good. And, you know, they have a good manager, so – and it's a home game, so – and it's against West Ham, <laughs> which yep. I can't say enough negative things about. You know, this isn't the Ted Lasso West Ham crawling nope. with a new manager. Nope. This is the David Moyes West Ham in the fucking mud. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say this is a two-to-one Fulham. That's a really good shout. I can see this actually being the exact score. Um, I see Fulham winning. I don't even know if West Ham score. I'm gonna go two nothing Fulham. I'm. Uh, I think it's gonna be a, a manager masterclass, and I think Moyes. Um, Moyes gonna get done up. I think Moyes is gonna get sent to the back, sent to the backyard, real quick. Uh, yeah, 
fuck West Ham, man. I'm really, really down on this club. Really, really down on this club and the potential. I started to really like them in the bubbles and shit a couple years ago. And now it's just it it's truly bad. It's truly bad. From the offensive standpoint, I don't like anything that they do. It's not aesthetically pleasing. It doesn't look like it's strategic in any sense of the way. Uh, it's 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 a shame. It, it's a, it's it's a true shame. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, let's go to the next one: Leicester City at home against Bournemouth. Is Leicester City still no manager? Right? I didn't miss anything today. I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't see anything. So yeah, the managerless Leicester City um, going against Bournemouth, who's been playing pretty decent. Um, lost this week, uh, midweek, but before that, you know, they're getting results. So what are you thinking about this one? I think it is a tough one to pick. Um, it is a tough one to pick. Leicester have to win. They have to mm-hmm. win, but no manager and Burnmouth also have to win. So this is a true relegation scrap right here. Yeah. Burnmouth Bo- Bo- won't win this game. When it comes to shit situations like this, where it can, I, in my humble opinion, I think it could go either way. I'm going to give the toss-up and the nod to the players that I think individually can have those one to two moments, and I'm going to side with Leicester having that moment over at Bournemouth. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go, but it's going to be a bore of a game. I'm going to go one nothing Leicester. I'm going to go one nothing Bournemouth. Yeah, that's a good shout. I'm going to go the other way. Could see it. It'll be a one nothing Bournemouth game. Sloppy, sloppy. Yeah. But uh, they'll get the I'll control. be pissed if this game comes out 4-4. <laughs> I can't see that. Yeah. I cannot see that. But you never know. You never know. Premier League wacky shit happens. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Spurs at home against Brighton. Um, Coming off that disappointing 1-1 against Everton. Yep. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, I was saying before that game, you know, we might see an inspired Tottenham. Conte, if he's suffocating in the press conferences, imagine how suffocating he is yeah. in the locker room, in the dressing room. Um, so I thought we'd see some inspiration. Um, but what I saw was capitulation. The Spurs <laughs> are the Spurs are the Spurs. It's the There's only not. model for life, really. And Brighton, balling all year, consistent, home, away, getting it done. Lost the Spurs earlier in the season at home. Not a, not a lot of losses at home. I think they'll avenge their loss. I'm going to take Brighton, and I think it'll be 2-0. Two, 2-0 two to Brighton. 2-0 to the Brighton. Wow. Brighton are good, you know. Brighton are really good. What do you think of Tottenham? I can do a stupid fucking shit right now. I'm not doing that shit. Uh, I think Tottenham will score. I'm going to go three to one Brighton. And I'm going with that sack of shit Harry Kane scored. So you got all three out of the way. I'm done. done. You're done. done. E-Sack, Harry Kane, Ollie Ollie. Watkins. Yep. All right. All right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But we both got a Tottenham loss. Yeah, and that's that, for sure. I think that's possible. And and listen, we were we were doing the Villa. Can they catch Brighton win this game like we predict? 
they'll be two they'll have two games in hand and they'll be one point behind Tottenham. So scary. It's becoming reality for Brighton that they're gonna get a fifth or sixth spot, which is which is incredible. I don't think anybody would have predicted that. So props to Brighton. Uh for sure. Definitely big props to them. All right, let's go to your team, Southampton home against Manchester City. Break it down. Break, break, break it down. The Nordic King is back. He he will score. We will win if we have any seriousness to about how this season ends. If we give a fulu fuck about having any chance at winning, this is an easy 3-0 victory. And this isn't a dramatic let them score first and let us come back. We've been defensively sound incredibly well. If we if if Southampton were to score, um, unless it's a Golasso or some sap some side of fucking crazy moment. Anderson on goal. It it will be disastrous for my mentality. And even with the result, I'll be even more uh, butt cheeks clenched based on the situation because I don't want any of it. Southampton should not be even in the game with us and we need to dominate this this entire game. Um, no injuries and just take care of fucking business. That simple. Doesn't even go, need to go any further than that. Um, I'm loving the double pivot. Three back formation. Let's keep it going. Don't fucking get cute. Uh, can we see... Um, Holland get off early just to make sure he's fresh. That's it. I'm going 3-0 uh, City. All right. I'm going 4-0 City, and I'm going to take uh, – I think De Bruyne will get a goal. Yeah. I'll take KDB. Wow. Yeah, that's it. I don't think there's much to say about this game. Yeah. Um. Now Lavia can play, right? Because he was—he's not alone. Yes, he can play. Because there's a buyback. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And truthfully, I want to see him. Yeah. God, I love that. I—I I need to see it. Yep, for sure. All right. Yeah. Um, I think this will be an easy one, and it'll put the pressure on us more to win. But there's already enough pressure on us to win. Uh, Leeds Crystal Palace. Yeah. Can can I just want to talk about that moment real quick? What you just said, because it's so accurate. Like, I, it's very easy for me as a city fan to say, "Oh, we're putting pressure on you." If you win out, you finish ninety nine points. We have done that once before, and we set the record at a hundred. You would have an incredible, essentially, without what City have done, a record breaking season or a record tying season. Because I think there was a ninety nine season for no, some. Yeah, COVID so. Season. With City doing what they did at 100 and you having to win out and knowing that, the pressure is already there with what the record has had. It just yeah. happens to be now that that's the standard. That's where the game has gone. Other clubs unable to compete with that this year or compete to that level. Yeah, there is something to say about it's a drop off because most of the bigger clubs that have been there aren't necessarily there this year. But the standard's been set. The best club at the best opportunity can have essentially the second best season ever. Like it's not that 
if if the if you won out and the and it was eighty five points, I'd be like, I don't know, man, what happened this year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was everybody hurt? Like, no, it's ninety nine fucking points if you win out. Come on, take this, take their individual run minus whoever's competing with them out. Just look at their individual run. We're looking, we're comparing them to one of three other teams ever. Have that respect. If they get ninety nine, though. That's yeah. it. I mean, anything over ninety for me is a good, uh, is an incredible season. Tremendous, tremendous yeah. so. to be applauded. You're you're in the top four contention. Uh, yes, absolutely. I think you should really. For me, I've, I've told you before, it's 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 the 94, 95 point mark to where I think that's the number. You're you are trying to win it and compete and. I don't know. I don't know, man. A lot for us. It's a far off year for us. I mean, I'm, 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 okay. I'm just, I'm talking to myself to the reality of knowing that we're not going to win it, and that's okay. That's it's okay. We've oh yeah, games. dude. It's the next six, and I can't wait to talk about uh, Arsenal pool. But yeah, let's let's get to the next game because I, I want to talk about that with 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 you and Arsenal fan. I mean, the standard for points used to be like 80, 85. It's ridiculous. I'm now it's at 90, ridiculous. and pretty much every league winner gets that. Yeah. I mean, the last lowest league winner was Leicester at 81. Yeah. After that, it's all been 90s, 98, 99, 100. It's wild. You guys won in, in 2020 with 86. So that, That's was, wild. That was, <laughs> the, that was the Ole season. They finished second. Oh, um, God. Yeah, that was trash. Yeah, you guys got off to a terrible start that season. Yeah. I remember it was like October or November, and you guys were in 15th. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck's going on here? That's wild. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, Leeds versus Crystal Palace. Palace gets a nice win last week, Roy Hodgson. And then, um, yeah, Leeds are coming off a win themselves. So um, two teams that are desperate for wins, and this one's at Leeds. Tough place to play. So, um, what do you think about this one? I used to give a fuck about both of these clubs. One because Vieira, they hold him, and the other one because my uncle fucking Jesse ran that fucking club, and they hold him. Fuck both of these clubs. I've been disappointed with the both of them and what they're doing. And just out of for shits and giggles, I'm picking a draw because I know both of them need a fucking win. Mm-hmm. I'm going two to two draw, and. I'm not gonna. T- I don't even have a goal scorer to pick, but I don't think anyone should touch either of these teams. I mean, it's too risky. Uh, what Edward? Maybe for for fucking uh, 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 Crystal Palace? I, I don't know, dude. Fuck this. F- f- fuck it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a fun up up and down game. But we're, it's one of those games where you watch it and you're gonna be so disappointed with the finishing, passing, and the movements. It's like, oh yeah, he was there. Until you pass to where he was five yards ago, like yeah. it's a joke, man. It's a joke with how these teams finish. I think draws a good call, but I'm going to go with the Leeds win. I think okay. Leeds will win on this one. Um, and yeah, um, what's the score going to be? I think they'll score some goals on Palace. Yeah, but it won't be too high scoring. What did you pick? I went two two draw. Two two. I'll go two one Leeds. Another two one for Leeds. Um, and that's it. Let's let's uh, let's get this out of the way now. Uh, biggest game of the weekend, Liverpool at Anfield against Arsenal. Talk your shit, you're gonna talk your shit. I mean, if we look at their away form, 
if we look at that game versus Chelsea, if we look at that game versus City, if we look at that game versus Bournemouth, their last three games, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be a matter of us keeping them out of the net because I think we're going to get our goals. I really oh. do. Um, we're going to get our opportunities and we should be able to put up two or three. I mean, easily, easily, because what I saw in the last couple of games, I saw Tiago, Tiago's back training, but he has been up and down all year. Um, oh. I don't even know if they'll play him. I saw Van Dyke was sat, so he'll be a little more fresh, but yeah. he hasn't been a good all year. But let's be honest, Liverpool's a different team at home. Um, they're a team that's kind of, I believe, checked out. But when you're playing in front of your home fans, they hold you accountable. They give you that push. So I do think it'll be a tough game. Um, but I think I think we will win. I just think this is our time. This is our time to right the wrongs that we've had at Anfield for pretty much the last 10 years. They're vulnerable. I think Arteta knows they're vulnerable. I think Arsenal knows they're vulnerable. And I think Klopp knows they're vulnerable as well. Um, I think he's I think he's worried about this game. Why else would he be sitting everybody midweek? Yes. That doesn't Great make sense point. to me. Um, Great point. Chelsea Great was a point. way more winnable game than this one. I don't care if you're at Anfield. It's still a tough game against the, the top team in, in, the, in the Premier League right now. But mm-hmm. like I said, you know, as bad as they've been, they're going to be ready for this game because I think Klopp is, is – I don't, I don't think Klopp likes Arteta. I think he has something against him. And um, they'll be ready. But, you know, I just think we're going to get our opportunities. Yeah. First game, we had a lot of opportunities, three goals. And I think we'll get even more this time. I think we're clicking even better. You know, we have uh, Trossard in this one, you know, another weapon off the bench that we didn't have in the first one. And Jesus, two goals last week. I think he plays good against Liverpool as well. He got a penalty in the last game. Um against us and I'm pretty sure he's had some nice games at City against Liverpool. Yeah. But Kyle Saka always plays well in big games. I'm expecting him to step up. And Gabriel Martinelli always rips up whoever is on that left side. If he plays Trent, someone's getting cooked. It's a wrap. If if he is smart, he plays Joe Gomez right right back. Klopp. He did it last game. Yep. He well he did it last game when he had to pull Trent off the fucking field. With, yeah. with a wheelchair because Martinelli put him in a fucking bag. But, yeah. um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on that. I think, you know, Saliba doesn't sound like he's going to play. So Rob holding against the speed that and pace that uh, Liverpool have is a little concerning. But, um, yeah, I think Diaz is still out. Jota always scores against us. And Nunes pace is very very high so we have to watch out um for that pace we can't get done behind i mean they were able to get behind you guys a few times they got a goal um a couple other ones robertson made some shocking passes or stuff like that Grealish made a great recovery run and stop but we have to we have to be careful of that the pace the pace the pace we know they're going to get some opportunities and some shots on goal so um gabriel needs to be the guy he needs to be the anchor of that defense and I think we'll win this, though. I think we will concede. Um, but everybody talks about, oh, the Emirates, it's great. 
but our away form is pretty great this season as well. We've actually only conceded eight goals on the road this season. Holy fuck. Eight goals only on the road. So our road form is better. We concede more goals at home, surprisingly. So all this talk about our home form, we're actually better at defending on the road. So I'm picking a 3-1 Arsenal, and I'm taking um, Bakayo Saka as a goal scorer. He scores in all the big games, so I'm going to stick with that. I have a prop bet. Red card in this game, yes or no? No. I'm taking a yes. What side? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm definitely taking a yes. I can say a ga- I can see a Gabriel, a Rob Holding, one-on-one at the end with Salah and Nunez running. Um, I can see a red card on Nunez for sliding in on Gabriel. Uh, I can see a uh, James Milner grabbing, uh, hanging off a shirt um, in the attacking third. Um, I can I can see a lot of different shit in this game. Um, so I, I'm going to say yes to the red card. I think there's going to be some fuckery to this game. I think Klopp and the Liverpool just fight is going to be all there. Um, I'm picking the shit Hauser of the week right now with a player that I think is just going to be outright just down to be in the mud. Andy Robertson, I'm looking at you. I think that motherfucker is going to come in and have himself a nice little hip shove to somebody. Going to have, I'm predicting some rowdy, rowdy Piper shit this weekend with these two. Highlight game. uh, It's the uh, coming up and uh, resurfacing of uh, an aged club, now shiny and new and great to a club that's been up there, now falling from the graces. And I think, the Klopp mentality, all of it is going to soak this game right up. It's going to be protecting this bullshit Anfield fortress that they have, which, by the way, um, we're undefeated at home. The Etihad, a.k.a. the Empty Had, has been great these last few weeks for us um, to be undefeated uh, in the last you... 12 matchups. Oh, we've been... not all season, though. No, not all season. Okay, Fuck okay. no. Absolutely not. I was like... No, but in the last 12 matchups, it's been incredible. We've been killing it. So we've been taking care of shit at home. Um, and I think there was some bullshit survey out there that said for teams or fans that like go to other stadiums, like what like what stadiums that you like to go to that you feel like that like it's got a great environment. And City was pretty much voted up there. So it's pretty much like opponents, like a wet, like teams fans that don't like us voted our club our stadium up there like that's dope so i hope we start to kind of change that narrative the better we get and the more ponzas we get to do on folks no one talks about how crazy and how empty it is when we do ponzas on 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 motherfuckers so i would love to be able to do that uh uh next time we see liverpool i'm still smoking on that pack gonna be rolling me up one after this um but i see the scrap i say this because we we slapped them. Let me give you a stat right now that if you predict, if your three one prediction is right, I want you to 
immediately after this game be looking at that possession and sending it to me on a screenshot like a fuck you. You did this number to them. Look at the number we just did to them. And he likes to gang them press. Jurgen Klopp is big on letting you have the possession and trapping you getting the ball back and attacking. And he likes his countering thing. But this man has always truthfully liked possession and attacking and being able to have that ability to pass around the back and do his thing. Liverpool have been able to do that. The worst possession under the Jurgen Klopp uh, era at Liverpool was done this past weekend to them by City. Do you know what the number was? I saw it, but I don't remember it. 30 fucking 1%. We dominated those motherfuckers. Dominated. So that is the number for me that will determine where this game's going to go. The possession that Liverpool have. Because if they can have themselves another game where it's in the 30s or 40s and have record lows on their clock, got to go. Time to move. We've, we've lost the plot. This is not even who they are and what they do. So I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be a fight. I want to predict the fucking draw so bad, but I don't got it. And I think at the end of this, we're going to be saying that's one of six. Because for me, it's the next six runs that you guys have that I think will determine everything. The, the games that you guys have, these next six, for me, huge. You got... Let me take a look to make sure. As we shit it on West Ham, but you got them next. Southampton, scrappers. Just scrappers. Okay? <laughs> West Ham, Southampton, scrappers. City, obviously that's the fucking Super Bowl of the fucking game. Chelsea, eh, you're probably going to slap them. And the Newcastle. Away. Yeah. That's going to be tough. That's a tough game. Those games. So f- that right there determines everything for me, and it starts this weekend. I'm going to go 3-2 to two Arsenal. I just don't think that Liverpool are going to be able to do it. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stick with, with the red side of London somehow figuring it out. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than we think. Um, I'm definitely seeing a red card in some dark arts. <laughs> Um, what was your point about the possession? Like, you think Liverpool needs to dominate possession? Because no. I'm going to say, listen, we'd usually dominate possession, but I'm okay with Liverpool having possession because we can just counter the shit out of them and run right through their fucking midfield, and I'm not worried about their back four at all. Okay, I want to push back on that a little bit. Is that what Miguel wants? Is that what no. Miguel's been doing this year? No, but they're at home, so they're going to – they're gonna. it's going to be close to 50%. Let's just say that. That's how I, that's how Liverpool is going to play at home. I think if Arsenal win this game three to one, like you're saying, I think that possession is a minimum of sixty five percent for Arsenal. For Arsenal, three to one. You should. You, that means you're going to be peppering them, Brian. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna count. You're gonna be counter Liverpool at Anfield. I, I just think it'll be closer to fifty fifty. Is what I'm saying. I don't know, bro. That, I even think three to two, even if you win three to two, like I'm predicting, I still think which team, which team do you think, do you feel better saying going into a matchup, they're going to counter right off, right off top, Liverpool or Arsenal? I'm not, I'm saying that's not how we're going to set up, but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad about Liverpool having possession because we can counter them hard. I'm not saying, Hey, Arteta set up for the counter. I I don't know. We got to play our game, but I'm saying. 
I'm saying we have more ways to win. We have a lot more ways to win because they can't deal with our counter. I mean, you saw how they dealt with Chelsea's counter, and they have Kai Havertz up top. We're going to have a front three of Odegaard, front four, because I'll put Odegaard up there. Odegaard, Jesus, Martinelli, Saka. Martinelli loves playing against Liverpool, even when we were losing to them. He was still having lots of success to the point where Klopp was praising him in a a 4 nothing defeat we had to them. Just yeah. saying that guy's amazing, Martinelli. And I just think I just think we have more ways to win. That's what that's why I'm going with this because yeah. even if the moments they do have possession, they have to be careful because yeah, so, we can just hit them on the break and they can't catch us. No, point duly noted. So you're basically saying possession or not, they can have it. It doesn't matter because either way, if that game were to go that way, we still have the ability to win in them having the possession and you exactly. guys being able to counter. Yeah, yeah I yeah. get it completely. No, that that's a valid point. It's just – I'm saying from a Liverpool perspective, it will be very curious to me to have back-to-back games against top clubs to where you, from a, and I'm not including Chelsea, I'm talking mm-hmm. City and Arsenal. Fuck Chelsea when we talk about that. Against City and now against Arsenal, top clubs running for it, for you to be in a game, in my humble opinion, that needs to be somewhere above the 55 and the 60s. Like, that... That's what it needs to be for Liverpool to have a chance. Mm. They need to be like if, in their mind. I don't obviously neither of us predicted it three to one you and three to two for me. I both both of us have Arsenal doing it in their mind. They're going three to one, but it comes with them peppering you guys like that's how it's got to come. And if it doesn't come that way, they don't they don't have that build up. They don't they don't have that one two throw. It up. Yeah, they have the speed. But how many times Mo Salah? Mo Salah, in a, in a one-on-one moment, which he had against City, got stopped by Jack Grealish. So as much as we talk about the counter and what they do and the gang pressing, I'm sorry if they've, been, they've had those opportunities lately. And tell me what they've done with it. Noodles, he misses sitters all the fucking time. We, and we talk about, I heard uh, uh, other people and other YouTube content creators. Well, Erling Holland has the most missed uh, creative. Oh, big that chain. guy's a fucking idiot. I can't stand okay. that guy. That's the guy that brought up the fake stats as well. Thank you. the Ramsdale thing. Thank you for sharing with me that he's That probably wasn't even a legit stat because he made up fucking stats. AGT, the Liverpool fan on DR Sports. Because he made up fucking Ramsdale goals conceded yeah. stats. Yeah. Saying that Ramsdale conceded 40 goals this season. My friend, yeah. it's not even close to that. It's like you're like off by 16 less. <laughs> that's just stupid. Made up stats to prove a point. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's just stupid. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see it for Liverpool. I do see fight, though. I do see yeah. fight. I, do some, I see some fuckery. Fabinho, that's the last name I want to throw out there. I think that motherfucker might have. Oh, he might have a card in him. Absolutely. He's been on, the, he's been on the edge in both games, even yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did he play yesterday? Or maybe... No, I'm pretty sure he did. I think he did as well. I I think I remember seeing him. Let's take a look at how these scoundrels lined up. But I was just pulling up stats from the first game. Guess the possession of the first game between Liverpool and Arsenal at the Emirates. Uh, At the Emirates? Just the possession. um, uh, 51-49. 56-44 in favor of Liverpool. 56, and they still didn't even get a dub. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, because we countered yeah. them. We hit them on the counter well. So I'm not saying we're uh, setting up for a counter, but definitely yeah. not doing that. But we're comfortable. Oh, the press is coming. 
I, I would. I don't think, our, dude. You do not fear Liverpool at all. Mm-hmm. I would venture to say that the press is going to be extremely up Ho Gomez's ass. Ho Gomez. If Ho Gomez starts, I think Liverpool target him. I think whoever your left wing is and who are like wherever you fit Trissard, did you go through your starting 11? We should probably do the starting 11s for both of our clubs yeah. just to kind of make sure we kind of get a uh, uh, proper rotation. I'll start thinking of cities now. Fabinho did play and he got a yellow. So, yeah, he, he was he was on the cusp of another red yesterday. He didn't come I, off, I too. So definitely possible. We may not see him, though, to be honest. He didn't come off. He played the whole fucking game. Yeah, and he played so, the whole game against City as well. So I'm wondering yeah, how they're going to set up. But yeah. who would they throw in the DM spot? Uh, Milner? Milner. I think he's maybe uh, um, abstract enough to do it. Milner um, has a holding midfielder. Uh, that might be 4-1 for me. <laughs> that would be absolutely laughable. Henderson, maybe? Henderson holding? Nah. Yeah, see, they they have to play him. They have to play him, for sure. Cause we'll be looking at that position when it starts, for sure, because I'm now I'm curious. He's going to be tired. Yeah, I mean, starting lineup, I, I think the question is Jesus or Trussard. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus will start. I think it's a big game at Anfield. Yep. Jesus, he, he knows the big games. He knows how to play in them. He's yep. been there. He's been in huge games, Champions League. Anfield won't be won't be bad for him. But Trussard also had a hat trick at Anfield earlier in the season. Oh. I just think we'll use him off the bench. Um, I think front three, just Jesus, Saka, um, Martinelli, Odegaard, Jaka Parte, Ben White holding because I don't think Saliba will be healthy, but you never know. They could be fucking around and Saliba's fucking starting Saturday, but I think holding will start. Um, Gabriel and then Zinchenko, Ramsdale and goal. Yeah, I think I would love to see a Smith roll goal. That, that, would be, yeah. that would be sick. I don't even know if he'll <laughs> play, but. Uh, he hasn't scored all season. Him getting a, a winner or late goal against against Liverpool at Anfield would be, I think. Yeah. I think Arsenal fans would lose their shit. Yeah, being a part of it. Yep. I mean, he, he seems to be well liked over there. Um, mm-hmm. The squad seems pretty consistent. It'll be interesting. Should anyone come in there and, and get involved with that? Uh, I, I don't. So you really think with Chassard and the way he's been lately, you think he's not going to start? I mean, Martinelli's scored like six goals in the past seven games. Saka. Yeah. Just coming off a brace, um, and yeah, Jesus had a brace. I think I think he's gonna go with that. Okay, okay, yeah. I actually so for City, I have Jack Mares. Uh, I got Julian starting with Erling. I think we're gonna go three back. We're really gonna not fuck with shit, but I think we're really gonna go ahead and try to put in this double pivot work. Um, I see Kyle Walker, Ruben Diaz, John Stones. Um, and Nathan Ake in the back with uh, a Rodri. Um, and then uh, that would be it because we'd essentially bring in uh, a, one of the defenders to slide in with that double pivot to go three in the back. I see the, the John Stones in midfield situation happening again. I think we really, really liked that the last time we all saw that as a City fan. So I'm hoping we see that double pivot of Rodri and Stones with uh, Ahuli and Alvarez in front, Jack and, and Mares kind of attacking um, and kind of seeing how Huli can can be more creative. We're going to get low block energy. We're going to get a lot of fucking defensive and just fucking be back there. So uh, we got to be prepared for that. Um, 
I think your your lineup though is going to be a lot more consistent the rest of this year. Not, not okay. on with injury. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know because if if that's the case, I mean, there's no situation where from from a favorite's perspective, should you drop unless you drop points, that lineup. There's, I mean, Arsenal. Yeah, you you're, you're set to win the league. Honestly, you're set to win the league because that lineup. See. It's going to be more solid. Everyone knows each other. The chemistry is ridiculous. Yeah, we'll see for sure. Hang on one second. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And then, uh, so it'll be a good weekend. And then next week, Champions League, which uh, I'm not in it, but I'm very excited as a as a as a fan of uh, you know footy. As a fan of footy, yep. got some bangers coming up next week. So, and we'll definitely yep. have to break that down. Um, little Bayern Munich slippage during the week, huh? Oh, uh-huh. you said you were taking notes for the Dortmund Bayern game. However. There was no newts to be had. I'm sure you threw out that piece of paper within two minutes. Facts. Uh, <laughs> Facts. Any notes from Wait. this game? Well, what I would say is this. Uh, the the switching and figuring it out stage for Thomas Tuchel is well in effect. Well in effect. Guys, he got fired from Chelsea for a reason. And it wasn't always great going on over there. As sudden as it was, as 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 uh, unjust as it could have been for some folks out there, the argument to be had. But regardless, he got fired. Just a reminder: Freisberg didn't do anything special, and I don't think Byron flipped the switch. Now, obviously, the the, flip, the 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 switch will be flipped for for a team like City. I'm imagining, but you're not afforded that luxury this late in the season, and with that on the line. And I don't, I don't think I'm budging from what I'm going to predict later on. Which I'll go ahead and and give a little uh, hint to it right now. Don't give it away. Just a little, just a little All preview. Right. Hey, let's just leave it at this. Going into leg two, it'll be more about. It'll be a gap. It, absolutely. Yeah. And we're going to be minding it. I think it. I think that's very, very important because if that's a, yep. that's a draw at home it's definitely a tougher game not oh, yeah. saying you can't win it but that oh no we'll drop place it. is going to be rocking oh yeah we'll oh, drop it yeah uh, interesting so they play the team they lost to uh in the league saturday yep. so that'll that'll be interesting to see if Tuchel mm-hmm. gets his revenge it's mm-hmm. actually on the road as well so um i'll definitely be tuning into that one games across the league nothing really stands out um, no. over the weekend so it'll be a premier league weekend for us Maybe yeah, we'll for talk sure. a little bit about the Bayern game Monday because we have to preview the Tuesday game against Man City. And then the Champions League is going to look like this next week. You guys play on Tuesday. Uh, who else is playing Tuesday? So you guys play Tuesday. Um, yep. And Benfica and Inter play Tuesday. And then Real Madrid, Chelsea. First leg at the Bernabeu, and then Milan. That that could be fucking ugly. Not for yeah. nothing. That could be fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. They go to the Molineux Saturday, Bernabeu <laughs> on Wednesday, and then that's after playing another midweek game against Liverpool where they did nothing. 
And then uh, Milan will be playing at the San Siro against Napoli. And that, that game became more interesting with Milan whooping them uh, mm-hmm. in Serie A over the weekend. I wasn't really caring about that game at all, but Milan put it to them over the weekend, and Osman is out, and they did not look the same without Osman. So I think that got way more interesting. What do you think? No, absolutely. I, I think it's not that much of a cakewalk now as we thought. Yeah. I think it's a huge loss for them. Mm-hmm. I think there's an opportunity for teams to really, on that side of the bracket, really tell themselves we can get ourselves to the final. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one game at a time, focus on what's in front of us, but it's a, it's an open, open race on that side for sure. Um, you know, the big boys having to do what they have to do, um, but I'm very interested. On, uh, anytime you have interleague in the Champions League, it's very, very interesting. So I'm looking forward to Milan-Napoli. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, even Benfica Inter. I, yeah. I think it's all going to be interesting. I do predict, I think it's easy for everyone to predict, Chelsea slapping. God, the Chelsea slapping is coming. Uh, that's inevitable. Um, whether it's a nil-nil or a one-nil first game, because if you remember, Frank has done that before against Madrid, I'm pretty sure. Um I might be wrong on that, but I feel like in a Champions League game with him at manager, they had like a 1-0 loss going into the first leg. And they were like, okay, we did our job. You know, we just got to take care of the work second leg, um, which is just fool's gold for that club right now. Uh, But, yeah, I think Napoli, not that easy of a run right now. Got to respect who you're about to play for sure. Yeah, that game's totally different. And first leg being at San Siro, I think that makes it totally different as well. Because Milan coming off that 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 win where they really put it to them, I think it was what three nothing at the end of the day. Yeah, they got slapped. Yeah, so I think you know they can go into that game and say, "Hey, we just beat them. We're confident. Mm-hmm. We're at home. Mm-hmm. We can put the pedal to the floor right now." and get a nice goal league while we go back to that second leg. So, yeah, definitely interesting. So we'll talk more about that Monday after uh, after the weekend. Anything else? No. Let's go, Knicks. Locked in at the fifth spot, baby. Finally. Rolling with it. Yep. We'll see what? Most likely the Cavs at this point, right? Oh, definitely the Cavs. I think it's already clinched on both ends. Yeah. So. so we'll see. Most, we'll see. Yeah, and we'll be talking playoffs. Uh, hopefully we can at least get to the second round. That's That's the goal right now. That's a, that's a very beatable team. I that's think so. a very beatable team. I think so. Definitely think so. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Premier League weekend. We will be back on Monday to recap the weekend. See, they're going to be oh, yeah. good vibes for me or bad vibes for me. I don't see Southampton doing much. Um, I really don't. And then we'll preview the Champions League, which I'm very excited about. And okay. I think you will be very nervous about no matter Fuck no yeah. matter what Bayern do this weekend. It's still a, okay. still Champions League. You know, this is this is the this is the um, what's what's the analogy I'm looking for? This is the big hurdle that you guys still haven't added to yep. your your great run of that you've been on. Yep. So it's it's time. I'm sure I'm sure we'll be we'll be uh, I'll be interested to see how you're feeling on Monday and of course after the game. So yeah, that's it. Episode forty six. We're moving along. Almost at the big five zero. Oh yeah. Moving along, yeah. episode episode forty six in the books. Premier Pep Talk podcast. We're out.